having a great day as well i feel like we haven't recorded in a long time when was the last time we recorded i have no idea we recorded a few did we well we recorded a few and then you launched them and then we haven't recorded because we recorded multiple at once we're giving away our secrets (laughs) how is that a secret i don't know that's not a secret. It is. But I just feel like we haven't been in this room like this mm. in a while. Right? To record, yeah. Why haven't we recorded? You're just a busy man. Everyone's busy. <laughs> we just had a lot. Going on. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We have a lot going on, but I'm excited that we're going to get to record this. We have so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We're using this time off wisely. <laughs> Very wisely. So By recording and other stuff. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you're making me blush. Why? I don't know. Cause you what just, other stuff are you talking no, about? No, because you say other stuff and you're like flirty. Like other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Clean up the yard. And <laughs> you, you haven't even done that. <laughs> yeah, after we record, that's I, that's what. That's what you're gonna do. It's too hot outside. No, I said later this afternoon, babe. <laughs> Not. It's a, oh, it's barely eleven. Cool. Yeah, like when the sun is down. Okay, so no. like at eight. No, that's already too late. Like eight is seven. too late. I'm a rapper. <laughs> I just rhymed. So let's get on with our topic. What's going to be our topic for today? You already know what our topic is. Yes, I do. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it. So our topic is not around Father's Day, but since the holiday day just passed, it is going to be based around fatherhood, but mainly the importance of it. I mean, I don't think fatherhood, because we already talked about that, but... I feel like um, we don't give a lot of credit to what a father can influence in a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what we should talk about. Okay. (laughs) Same thing I said in different words, but okay. (laughs) You're right, babe. We should talk about that. See? Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, let's talk about it. So, why do you think being... What What are important things that you see that a father 
should be that a father a father <laughs> a father a father should be highly credited well what what are a few <clears throat> things that fathers do that are underrated that they should be given credit um i mean I, not just other people but even a father himself I don't think they realize how much influence they have in the family because yeah like a wife or a mom is important it's very important but there's things that a mom can't give that a father can and whoa did you just say a mom can give something <laughs> you're gonna trigger some people up in here <laughs> are we making this a fire talk <clears throat> just kidding <clears throat> Some people are triggered right now. <laughs> you tell me as a woman, I can't do nothing. You just said that no, I can't do what a man can do. I mean, okay, I mean, in, okay, everything here is my our opinion. Fact. <laughs> our opinion, opinion, fact. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to trigger some people, but everybody has their own opinion. And you, A woman can't teach a man how to be a man. How no. to, a boy to be a man. Exactly. So there's things that that we as moms and wives can't do in the house or we can but no we can't <laughs> we can't do what she's trying to say <laughs> is that you ladies do a lot and we worship <clears throat> you for it and you're amazing for it mm-hmm. but there's few little things that are important for kids whether they're boys or girls that only a father can give them. Not just kids, though. Like, the whole family. Me. Like, there's things that you're able to do to me. Not to me. For me. Or not. You know what I mean? Like Stuff that I do so you don't have to do it. That, too. Okay. Mm, example. Dead pigeons. <laughs> oh, no, no, Bugs, no. Bugs. Insects. But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of moms and wives out there that do it. That's just my personal, like, my personal liking of, like, not wanting to touch dead stuff that our pet kills. See, like, you were out there taking care of the pigeon. I was in here taking care of the poop. Because that was my personal liking. Like, I'm not going to go touch that pigeon, but I'll touch the poop. (laughs) But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying like, okay, in a in a household, you have mom and dad, right? Yeah. Husband and wife. I'm talking about the mother is there as more of like love. Like the children see her that way. I'm pretty sure people out there, like if if they saw her home, they would see like the mom is more of like the love, tender, caring you know, like, and the dad is there to teach things that are not that. Like, strength, confidence, you know, like, stuff like that. That's what I mean. Like, there's stuff, like, I can't teach my kids or, or like, I can't make it seem in our home, like, I don't know that I'm like masculine. How do you say it? Mas- masculinity? Yeah. Metrosexualidad. 
What? JK. That's something else, though. You know what that is? No. When a guy is, like, super... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. love themselves. They Wasn't just... there, like, a Spanish song on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, the girly voice, not me. You know what that is, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the guys that tan, like, They're do like facials. Over. They do their hair, like, uh-huh. with highlights and stuff. They're basically a manly girl. JK. <laughs> You're gonna trigger some people. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> so what are some things that men should be credited for? Um like they should be praised more like for cleaning more up pigeons. <laughs> um like in our case you like you told me the other day, you you said like no matter what how much you do or how little you do or whatever you don't do like you said you always are gonna think that i do more than you yeah right and i like honestly i'm pretty sure the whole world feels that way about moms like yeah we do so much we like we're nurses we're chefs we're everything like janitors we're everything but like what i see in in fathers and husbands is that you guys do do a lot too it's just not praised as much yeah you know what i mean like you guys can teach the kids very important lessons that we as like moms or women wouldn't even think about you know yeah, like there's a few things that I teach our son on and you're like, well... Yeah, like, why is that important? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you see it important because you as a man, you know that you need that. You know what I mean? Like, you growing up, you, like, you learn your own lessons. So you feel like you need to teach that to our kids. Yeah. Especially in... In my case, because in my case, I didn't grow up with a dad at all. We know. Cero. <laughs> no tengo papá. <laughs> so, I, like, that's why being a father, a good father, is, like, the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Because I know what it feels like not to have one. And even if I did, I probably had a bad one from what I know of my father. If you would have stayed, I would have been a bad father. Um, so that's why I take it like very important what it is to be um, a father mm-hmm. and a man, and pass that on to our our children. Because I see other parents, and I mean I don't judge them or anything like that, but I do disagree with how they raise their kids. And I'm sure they'll disagree with how you raise your kids. Yeah. I've seen people judge me with, with just their eyes. Like, why are you making a big deal, dude? They're a kid. Let them be kids. Okay, but those kids are going to turn into young adults. <laughs> so, okay. Because you didn't grow up with a dad or a father, how do you feel like you learned to be a better one? I have no idea. 
Like, how do you know that what you are teaching is the right thing to teach? Because it's everything. It's it's all the opposite of what I've seen from bad fathers. Mm-hmm. And it's completely the opposite of what my father did. Because one thing from the get-go, if, uh, from the get-go, even before I had kids, I was like, when I have kids, I'm going to be in their life. Mm-hmm. Completely. Like, whether I'm with her mom or not, I'm going to be in their life. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to leave them. I'm not just going to pay monthly to support them. I'm going to be active in their life. And if possible, take full... What is it called? Custody. Yeah, full custody. <laughs> like, that. that's the type of father I would have been if that was the case. Mm-hmm. But from the get-go, I wanted to be in my children's life because the lack of the father I had in mind so I didn't want my children to go through that yeah to know what it felt to because I I didn't I didn't care until I became a dad of how important having a dad in your life is yeah because in my case I have no one to turn to for advice when it comes to being a dad so it's all up to me and what I've learned but where have you learned it from well from books like Basically, what being a dad or a parent is being a leader. That's basically what it is. Well. <laughs> when you, like, you bring it down to a certain criteria or whatever. It's being a leader. Being you have to be a leader. Example. Yeah. Be the right example for your children. Because who, who they see you as, what you do in front of them, what you speak the actions, all that, they're going to do later on. Mm-hmm. Whether they're bad or good. Yeah. So on my end, I want to show my kids what a great dad looks like so that whenever, like for our son, whenever he becomes a dad, he emulates that from me. And when our, our daughter has a husband, if she chooses to, unless she wants to become a nun, which I'm okay with, <laughs> Oh my gosh. She wants to marry the Lord. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but if she does happen to <laughs> choose a husband, why are you laughing? She's not going to become a nun. You never know. Okay, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you never know. Okay, so when she decides <laughs> to get married. If she chooses to, uh-huh. after I give a stern talking to whoever that person is going to marry her, and take, take her to take him through a whole process <laughs> he has to survive it because marriage is going to be tougher than, that, than what i put him through so as long as he survives it <laughs> oh wow and she she's two and a half years old you're already like yeah you your already head. have things planned out yeah wow. boot camp for that kid boot camp. <laughs> jk marry but him if she boot camp. but if she does happen to choose a husband mm-hmm. then um, i want to make sure that Whoever she chooses is going to be a great father to their children. Mm -hmm. Like a great example. Yeah. Because I don't want them. What I don't want is for those, basically our grandchildren, to come to us because they feel more comfortable with us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want them to see us as an an escape. Mm -hmm. Because that's one thing we're going to do as parents. Like, hey, those are your children. (laughs) You take care of them, you raise them, and we'll like we'll enjoy them, if that makes sense. 
But our job is to raise our children now so they can become great parents and adults later. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I can already see you as, like, grandpa. Like, letting them do whatever they want. <laughs> Saying you're not, but you do. Yeah, let them do whatever they want. <laughs> they're my kids. I mean, they're my grandchildren. and I mean, I'm not going to let them be crazy, crazy, but... Yeah. I'm going to be like, that's your kid, man. <laughs> that ain't my kid. I raised my kids already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I feel that um, another thing is that, um, like, more fathers are being more aware of what quality time with their kid means. Because I know, like, a lot of, dads um older dads like older generations yeah they felt like or it seemed like they felt like work and was more important yeah like work was more important going out there and getting you know food for the table or whatever was like that's their duty and Mm -hmm. that's it you know because i saw like growing up my dad would go to work, come home, eat, and then go to bed. And that was, like, on a daily basis. But I think nowadays, dads or fathers, men in general, saw that and they didn't want that for their kids. So now they feel like quality time is more important. So I think that's why, like, our whole society is more of, like, entrepreneurs now. Yeah. Because they know, like, okay, like, I can't Time go... Is very valuable. Yeah, like, I can't go to a job the whole day and be tired and then not come home and not be able to play with my kids. Like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur so I can have my own schedule, you know? Because, like, there's a bunch of people doing a bunch of other stuff that doesn't require them to be at a job from 9 to 5. Yeah. If you have a full-time job, you live a part-time life. Exactly. So I think like we don't see that in 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 um fathers nowadays. Like we don't praise that as much because the older generation kind of like says like, "Well, you're you don't have a full time." Like they don't understand a lot of them don't understand being an entrepreneur. So they oh, you don't have a, a stable job and like, how are you going to support your kids? Like, how are you, you know? But their main focus is, like, spending more time with their kids, which I feel like it's really important. Because at the end of the day, the kid is not going to care how much money you have. Exactly. Or what they ate. Them. Like, <laughs> they're, yeah. I, like it, was, it was crazy to me to think, you know how, like, you were there, right, when my cousin was saying about the soup and they would put, like, tortilla in it to fill them up? Because they didn't really have, like, I guess, food. Hmm. Um, and I didn't feel bad because I understand, like, the kids don't care. Like, as long as it tastes good, they don't care what they're eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you pick. can give them a bean burrito. If they like it, they're going to eat it. You know, like, our daughter loves cheese and I just give her string cheese. and she's... Yeah, our daughter like likes anything. And blueberry. Like, I think it it's... I think the abundance of giving our kids everything hurts them uh-huh. because the 
the greatest teachers in life are the lack of the lack of money, a broken heart, and what was the other one? There's three things. I forgot the other one. <laughs> but yeah, like the lack of money is gonna oh hunger. Hunger, I think. Like if you're hungry, you're gonna figure out how to eat. Hunger, lack of money, and a broken heart are great teachers. Because mm-hmm. the lack of money, you have to figure out how to pay your stuff. Unless you're you just want to go homeless or whatever. If you're hungry, you can figure out what to eat. Beans and rice, if that's the, if that's the only thing you're going to eat, beans and rice. Yep. And broken heart, you learned the love hurts. <laughs> you learned to heal. But yeah, because if you, if you don't put your kids, if they don't feel the struggle, even when they're kids, even though it's a small struggle... They're going to struggle later in life and it's going to be way harder for them. Because mm-hmm. that's why kids now go back to their parents after college, after they were promised a career in whatever field they were studying. Yeah. They go back to their parents. Why? Because that's their only fallback. They have nothing else. And because the parents were always there. Mm-hmm. But if, if, like, if you put your kids through the ringer, and I don't mean like put them through boot camp or torture them or... <laughs> I think, but make them struggle, make them value what they're working for. Then they're gonna they're gonna be humble about it. Yeah. They're gonna learn what having the lack of whatever is gonna feel like, and that they never want to be there again. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we live in a in a society that's giving a lot. If that makes it no. Not a society that's giving a lot, but a society that is taking a lot. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that we're not giving a lot. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, it does. I don't know. Like, we, we're like, me, 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 me. Like, it's all mine, about me. Mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about me. Mine. Um, I'm, t- I'm going to take that. I'm going to take this, blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to give anything. So we live in that type of, of society, I think. Um, but when you teach your kids to give and that whatever they give is going to come back to them multiplied, it's going to be way different because now if they're, if they give so much that they run out of it, they know that whatever they gave is going to come back to them multiplied. But also, I mean, teach them that you give, but you don't expect. Yeah. Give selflessly Mm -hmm. because if you give with an agenda, then. That's yeah. not really giving. That's you having an agenda with expecting to take something bigger home. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's... it's That's the, the things that we need to recognize about, like, men in general. That now, like, they're understanding what's more important. You know? Um, the quality time is important for the kids because... Of, and not just for the kids, but for the girlfriend, the wife, the parents too, like ha- having those memories with them. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when you are in your deathbed, you're not going to wish that you had more time to work. Mm-hmm. You're going to wish you had more time with your kids, with yeah. your family. So time is the most valuable thing. Doesn't matter. Like even if, you, if, you're, if your job fires you or you quit your job, you have to realize that your job is going to replace you one way or the other. But your kids are not going to replace you. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, I mean, 
do you think that those dads who spend all day at work and everything do you think they're bad dads like i'm not saying they're bad dads i mean they're not bad dads because i mean if you make it a priority you can still spend time with your kids and make your kids feel like you're not all day at work Mm -hmm. but it's the one that focus and make a job a priority over time with your kids and over their marriages and over their relationships that's when you go into the area okay where you're not taking your family as a priority that doesn't necessarily mean you're bad but your priorities are are twisted Mm -hmm. because you're valuing a boss that probably doesn't care about you that much because if he fired you tomorrow, he would replace you with somebody else. Yeah. And you go to work with people that you probably don't like. You only like a few. For a paycheck, that's not even enough for you to provide everything for your family and kids. And you put that on top of your family, even of yourself and your dignity. Then that's when it gets twisted. Yeah. Like, have you seen the, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, but the movie with Adam Sandler, um, what is it, Big Daddy? Is it? Is that what it's called? Which one? Where he, Where he teaches a kid to pee on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the little spit one. It... <laughs> yeah, is it, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, if you, if you, if you had to, like, say who was a better dad, him or the one that like has like a corporate job and is like able to provide to their kids everything they need um who would you say like would be a is a better parent that was a weird noise (laughs) (laughs) the mic recorded it um that's a tough question because we're we're kind of in a similar situation to that with our son (laughs) But not really. Because with Big Daddy, he took care of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even though he <clears throat> like he taught him what... I mean, like, obviously peeing on the street. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, every... I've let Abel pee on the street before. Yeah, I know. On <laughs> the trees. On <laughs> the trees. Like, it's... um, It's gross, but, you know, like... He was teaching them life lessons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe his own way, but he was teaching them life lessons. So, I really like that movie. You okay? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm like, during court time. This was important. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I think it's similar but different because... Um, on, on his perspective where he didn't know he was a dad, right? He didn't know. He like wasn't just, his kid. It wasn't his kid, but they made him think it was. Uh-huh. No. So what happened? It was the... I don't remember that Was movie. it the brother or the roommate? I don't know. I don't know the brother's kid. Or the roommate. Whoever lived there. His friend, I don't know. So why was it he was taking his, care of him? Because the guy had just left. So see... No, like he, what, like he was just doing him a favor, I guess. Oh. Of like watching him while he told him like you have a kid. Se hizo pasar por el dude. I'll get it. I'll probably have to watch it again. 
Let's watch it today. <laughs> but either way, I think he is the bigger person in that scenario because he took responsibility even though he wasn't his kid. We're yeah. Laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm oh, saying okay. yes, I'm agreeing. Yeah. But the other the other guy, even though he was providing financially, he didn't create their relationship mm-hmm. because he wasn't there every single day. Teaching his kid to spit on the like, do the saliva, <laughs> pee on the street, dressing up like the superhero. Yeah, like you need to shower because <laughs> the kid didn't want to shower. Yeah, like he didn't. I wipe my own butt. He didn't have to go through the day to day. Yeah, which is very important because it's a huge difference between you being a dad that only sees your kid once a month or twice a week or like. Two times a month, every two weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. and providing them, providing for them financially, to being the dad that does that financially and still spend time with him every single day and deals with him every single day. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. Yeah. Cause kids can be crazy. <laughs> exactly. So I think the the one who spend the most time with the kid is a better father. And what about, like, husband? What do you mean? Well, yeah, because, I mean, we're talking about, like, understand how this is about how much influence you have as a man, Mm. right? So how do you feel like you influence our family as a man? Like, things that you can, what what do you think that you can provide that you feel like I can't do as well. Five hour talks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just because I don't have the patience. You know what? And also, like those hard talks that, like you have to have with with him. Even with Emma, I feel like you're gonna need to have talks with her where like I wouldn't be able to say it the same way or make her feel the same way. Um, for example, like, like people think that she listens to me more than you. (laughs) Exactly. Because she sees like, she sees me as like the loving, you know, like mommy, I love you. Hug me. Let me touch your face. And you're like the disciplinary one (laughs) when you have to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, like, there's stuff, like, like, when Abel asks, like, he'll ask about puberty. <laughs> I'm like, Saffo, <laughs> like, daddy can talk to you about that. He hasn't asked about puberty. He's, like, he... He's, he's hinted at yeah, it. Yeah, but... like, he's hinted at it, but <clears throat> it's about to happen. Yeah, we'll deal with it then. Exactly, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's something that you as a father are able to influence him more yeah. than me as a mom or me as a woman. You know what I mean? Um, but what are, so, like, so, some other things that you feel like you can influence the family more than as a man? One huge thing that I believe um, only a man can do is how to 
show a man should respect a woman. Yeah. And that's something huge that we teach our son, especially uh, towards you. Because I don't get involved disciplinary-wise if you're disciplining him Mm -hmm. until he starts being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And that's when I come in. And you know that me mentally, I give him chances. Yeah. Like when when you tell him more than three times to do something and he still doesn't do it. Okay, okay, now you're being disrespectful to your mom. Why are you not listening? And I bring that up to him. And he thinks I'm aggressive. <laughs> I'm like, he thinks boy. everybody's aggressive. I'm like, boy, I'll bring that belt out and be aggressive. Exactly. Like, he doesn't He doesn't know. Like, I don't know if that's what's being taught to him elsewhere. Where, like, like, oh, like, they're being aggressive. He doesn't realize what aggressive is. <laughs> He's just saying it, too. Because, like, his generation just throws words out there. Sensitive. Like, they just use words like nothing. Yeah. Like, aggressive. He doesn't realize it's a strong word. So he's just using it like it's toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he thinks me giving him long hour talks is aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) But he needs them. Yeah, I know. That's why I still do them. Yeah. So, like, that's... You see, like, those are the things that men or fathers and husbands are not praised for like you guys do do a lot um behind the scenes kind of thing you know like stuff that people don't see we deal with a lot mentally too exactly like you guys are a lot of you most of you maybe are more mentally strong to deal with things like that or any like strong situation yeah, I guess as a as me as a father, I know that I have to be the rock for the family. And I think I've done a pretty good job at it. Not oh, yeah. to be bragging. Bragging about it. But like we've gone through <laughs> stuff. Our our twin. We both cried about it, but I let you cry first. <laughs> but I was the rock for you, like I was the strong one to hold you. You have been the rock for everyone. The car accident? You, I was the more, okay, like, like you were the more, the more hectic one. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't know what to do, and I was the more, not calm and composed, but I guess more clear-headed. Like, I knew what my priority was. Yeah. Because mentally, I wanted to beat the crap out of that other guy. Mm-hmm. But I knew that... I was clear-headed and my priority was for you all to be safe. And after you guys were safe, okay, now I can cry. Because I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I bawled. <laughs> and the ambulance. Yeah, I mean, um, like a, a strong male role model is definitely needed in a home, you know? I feel like you guys become secretly become like the family superhero after a while like <laughs> after our kids turned 25 and now like oh now you appreciate me no no <laughs> no like i'm like i guarantee you that even at this age where emma's really small like 
I guarantee you, you're like her superhero. You know what I mean? Like, you're my superhero. <laughs> but, like, a home needs a strong, a strong male role model um, to function properly. Yeah. Let's say. Um, because, yeah, like, it, it's just. It's just important like, to have that balance, you know, because I can be a strong woman role model, but I don't I don't ever feel like I can be a strong woman male role model. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, so that that's why I think like. You guys are not praised enough. That's why I loved what one of my friends said on Facebook for Father's Day. Like, she was like, hey, single moms, like, your day has passed. It was already Mother's Day. Like, we already celebrated you. Let the men have their day. Because you know how, like, for, for Father's Day, a lot of, like, single moms or moms that raise their kids on their own. Yeah. They want to like, oh, like, tell me happy Father's Day, too, because I was both mom and dad. But she was like, no, like, your day has passed. Like, let the men have their day. And I love that because it's true. Like, you know, like, for for a while, like, I, I became that mom. But I never, I never saw myself as, like, being the father because there was a bunch of things that I couldn't teach Abel. I couldn't be that male role model for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not going to celebrate Father's Day because there's no way that as a mother you can teach your kids that male perspective. So I really love that she put that. And I'm pretty sure like it triggered a bunch of moms. <laughs> but, you know. Well, my dad is not remembering the my mom has been mom and dad. Yeah, but... My mom was the mom and dad of... Exactly. Own, and did your mom teach you, like, you know... How to be a man? Uh-huh. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> like, her way of parenting, I agree with. And if it were up to me, I would implement it. <laughs> Meaning the spanking. But I know that even though, because I agree, like, I got spanked a lot, and I turned up fine. <laughs> Just had to go to a mental institution for a while. No, it's cierto. <laughs> JK. Um, but the long term is the talkings. The planting the seeds in the heads of the kids of how they should be acting. Not telling them, like, hey, you did this wrong. I'm going to spank you for it. If it comes to that, then okay, it's that time only. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the talkings because I never had that with my mom my mom never talked to me of, <clears throat> excuse me or why she spanked me or what I did wrong I don't know I don't know I guess I learned that on my own because she, she she mentioned in the podcast of the Mother's Day podcast that I was very calm because I saw my brothers get spanked and I was like okay well I won't do that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I won't do <laughs> to prevent me from spanking but yeah um i think 
as parents in general, the talkings are huge mm-hmm. because those seeds that you plant in your kids' heads stay with them. Mm-hmm. And the more you talk with them, the more they need the talkings, the more those plants are going to get, like, that's you pouring heart into the plant. Yeah. And providing it with life. And, that like, that's another thing that I, I see um, now with, like, more, like, the younger parents or younger fathers um is that they have those talks with their kids or they're able to communicate with other people like the wife or you know as like our parents what i've seen is that they don't like to talk about it you know if things happen it's not like okay let's talk about it yeah it's not like that like you know like what happened in our wedding with my dad like we've never talked about it what do you mean like, of what happened with my dad. Oh, with your dad? Yeah, like, we've never talked about it. Like, we, like he'll be like, I need help with this and this and that. But we never talk about, like, what happened. Yeah. And how it affected him and how it affected me. How it affected my sister. Like, Just we've, throw it under the rug. Yeah, like, okay, like, it never happened. But it did. And yeah. we Like, he doesn't have that conversation with me your mom too like something happens like she doesn't have a conversation where like let's talk about it and i feel like that's important um and that's like a huge thing for now like for the parents now because they're able to talk about the bad and the good that happens as if like before like our older parents don't do that yeah you know like you say like talking and communication is very important with everyone huge mm-hmm. like everyone i feel like not even just your kids but if something something happens like in your extended family or whatever a friend like it's important to talk about it you know don't just like okay it never happened because you lose good like good friendships and stuff because of that yeah and even if, like, you don't want to be friends or you, you whatever anymore, it's good to just, like, cl- like have everything, like, cleared and then, okay, let's go our separate ways. And communicating is how you build trust. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go up to someone and you vent to them, they're going to think, oh, this person trusts me. Mm-hmm. Why do, you, why do they trust me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm an entrusted person to them. So I'm important to them because they're communicating that to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, communication is crucial because that's another thing that I learned from my mom is that I want to have a better communication with my kids because I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. But see, like that's the that's the thing that I feel like it's more it's even more important for you as a man to feel that way and feel like you should communicate yeah because a lot of times old parents are seeing old old dads are seeing like okay i'm gonna spank you and because you did this blah blah blah. yeah like they're the threat of Mm -hmm. punishment but no they they're the teachers exactly and like everybody sees that yeah a mom can talk to their kids like that's not unusual that's not something weird like moms talk to the kids or 
moms like us women like okay like we can talk about things but yeah. when you see a man like being able to express and and show feeling and you know like talk now that's unusual because men usually like oh never happened like cool <laughs> like it's more usual to like not not see the man do anything about it yeah but nowadays like this whole new like parenting generation you're seeing the do- the dads talk more to their kids to their wife like and it's good like that's something that I see that it's not being praised either because you guys are teaching everybody else the the like the good things yeah and it's and, and it's very important to also have that mother figure there you being a father you still need the mom there because if the mom agrees, that adds credibility to what you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell our son, if, if your mom thought I was being a bad dad to you, if I was being aggressive or, or violent or whatever, mm-hmm. she would have told me. Mm-hmm. She would have told me. Because she's mama bear. Mm-hmm. She's going to take care of her kids whether I'm here or not. Yep. So that's like me as being, being a father in, in, in our family. I know that I'm doing everything correctly because you haven't told me Oh, I'm being too tough for blah, blah. But even, like, sometimes when I, like, I feel like, why, why are you being so... I stop and think, okay, there's a reason why he's doing this. Like, I don't just go after you and, like, hey, babe, like, stop. Like, you're being crazy. Because there's reasons, like, you have... That's, that's like, exactly what we're talking about. Like, there's things that you know that me as a woman, I don't know. That I see that you don't see? Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of things that, like, you do, and I don't understand them. But then once, like, I think about it or you explain it, then I'm like, oh, like, yeah, go for it. Like, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that time that our son ate everything. (laughs) Yeah. And you were worried about him eating everything instead of what that meant later on in the future. (laughs) So him, like for you, it was us running out of food faster. Yeah, like what am I going to cook? Like what am I going to give you guys for snacks and stuff? You eat everything in one day. Yeah, for me it was, okay, if he does that now, what is he going to do later when he's 15 and with a bigger stomach (laughs) and requiring to have more food? (laughs) No, just kidding. You know what I used on him? (laughs) It was hilarious. Did you ever see that post about like, I don't know. Somebody said, like, hey, kids, like, oh, yeah, at yeah, school, yeah. you only eat twice a day. So why do you come don't home? Like, like, like <laughs> here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I told them, like, dude, like, realize that when you're at school, you eat breakfast and you eat lunch. Right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, how do you know that? And I was like, that's besides the point. I was like, how come here you want to eat every hour? Like, it doesn't make sense. At school, you don't need every hour. And he's like, you don't know that, mom. I'm like, so I used it on him. Yeah, kids nowadays question everything. 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 Where are we going? Why? 
What do I have Why to do? do we have to go? But yeah. can't I just stay here? Can't I just? Can't you take me to my grandma's? <laughs> no, forced family fun. <laughs> yeah, because uh, when you as a parent have to be stern when your family values even when your kids don't really understand them mm-hmm. um because we've gone to the through the same issue where we go out we do boring stuff mm-hmm. and then in at the end we're like okay well let's have fun and one of your kids is not there because they decided to stay with grandma we come home you're all happy as a family like oh that was a good ice cream or yeah. oh the pizza <laughs> and then your son is like well why you told me well, what you Why know, didn't you tell me you were gonna go eat pizza? Why yeah, didn't you, you tell me you're gonna eat ice cream? Is that it? <laughs> Is that a good impression of him? No, huh? <laughs> that's the 15 year old talking. Oh, that's a 50 year old version of him talking. Well, I can't make my voice like. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> but yeah, you have to teach your kids that they have to go through the bad parts to get to the good stuff too. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, and that like, I think um that's why it's important for. For us to be in the same page, you know, and it's, I love it when you do stuff, that I don't understand, and then you explain it to me, because then I learn like, you know why, because I I get easily triggered. <laughs> You know, like, why are you doing... I'm just like like him. Like, why are you doing that? Like, for what? Like, what's the purpose of it? You know what I mean? So, I love that you... You explain things to me so that I can understand why you're doing it. Because you don't just do it to do it. Yeah. You don't just tell him something to tell him. Like, it's not just you talking out of your butt, like you say. It's you, like, literally having a plan of what you're going to say and what purpose is it going to do and, you know. Yeah. Like yesterday with making him pick up the pigeon. <laughs> or the poop. Or the cat litter. He didn't do any of them. Any of them. <laughs> Why? Because it's gross. See, and... But, like... In the back of my head, I'm like thinking, okay, well, if he doesn't pick up the pigeon now, it's dead. All he has to do is, boom, two seconds. He's making he's making that a big ordeal that he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And he's letting that overtake him. Mm-hmm. Because he thinks, I don't know what the heck he was thinking. Oh, it's gross. It's dead. I'm going to get blah, blah, blah. Like, he says it's unsanitary. Yeah, of course it's unsanitary. <laughs> Picking up poop for your cats is unsanitary. Everything is unsanitary. His room is unsanitary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, you have to teach your kids to, like, hey, this is going to happen in your life. You're going to have to pick up dead pigeons. Dead pigeons is a metaphor you're going to have to go through. Imagine, Crap. like, him in growing up, getting married, and then, like... That's what I told him yesterday. You told him that? Like, yeah, what do you... What, like, I told him, what, what? who's going to pick it up when you have your your own, whole, your, your own house and there's a dead pigeon? He's like, I'm going to call somebody. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You ain't going to call me, though. 
gosh, that's horrible. Because, <laughs> like, what did you think when I picked up the dead pigeon? Get my hero. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think? I don't know. I didn't think. I was like, yay, he's going to do it. I don't have to do it. I didn't want to do it. But did you, like, did the level of respect in Aqua a little bit? Oh, more? yeah. That's another thing that he has to learn. Uh-huh. Like, hey, yeah, it's unsanitary. It's gross. Because it was gross for me, too. Yeah. It's not like I enjoyed picking up dead pigeons. <laughs> or poop. That's or the clean second up one you pick up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love you so much more for it. Exactly, because you didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's another thing you have to teach your, especially our son, like, hey, you don't have to do it, but know that whenever you grow up, you have your own wife and your kids, your wife and kids are going to respect you more because you did it. Because you, despite it being gross, despite you having all this fear, mm-hmm. you overcame that and you did it. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cleaning the poop is gross. And the little tracks and everything. <laughs> Cat litter is gross. But it's responsibility. Yeah. You can't just... Like, he has to learn that that stuff is going to happen. He's going to have to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told him yesterday, like, okay, you didn't pick up the pigeon, you didn't clean up the poop, do the cat litter. He didn't do it either. <laughs> well, no. But he, like, he's viewing it as whenever we tell him to do something, of course, he, he questions it. And it's not of, it's not about us being lazy parents and not wanting to do it because whether he does it or not, we do it. It's about teaching him that he has to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Like right now, his responsibilities are his room and his turtle. And you already know we got mad at him over the turtle having no water being upside down. (laughs) But see, like, he's like, turn it around. And I was like, I'm not touching it. And he doesn't like to touch his own turtle. But since I told him, like, it's going to die. Right there, he was like, like, I don't want my turtle to die. And he picked it up. He overcame his fear. Yeah, like, just because it would have been easy for me to be like, Okay, like, let me turn it around because he doesn't want to do it. I don't want the turtle to die. But because I learned from you that if I keep babying him that way, he's never going to be like, he's never going to grow up and become a man. That's why I'd, I was like, nope. And he he did it. But yeah. that's something that I learned from you. Like, <clears throat> I couldn't. I couldn't have learned. Because you would have done it before. Yeah, like, and I did. Like, before, for the many years that we, it was him and I, like, I did everything because I was babying him. But I didn't learn that from my, my dad. Because your dad did everything for you, too. Well, not necessarily. Like, he did the man stuff for Mm. me. But throughout my whole, like, when my parents split up, I basically, those teaching years, I was with my mom. And my mom did everything for us. Mm. Like, my mom babied us and still does to this day. As where, like, I didn't learn, like, you know what? If 
you do if you teach this to your own kids like it's gonna be bad for them i had to learn it from you as a man to be like hey don't baby abel because he's not gonna become a man later on yeah i think one huge thing as a parent and one thing that we mean by time is um quality time yes spend time with the kids have fun with them but that doesn't mean you have to do everything for them like they can clean up their own room they can if they have pets they can take care of them mm-hmm. they can clean up their own mess they shower themselves clean up they can they can clean up their own wipe their own butts mm-hmm. because they have to understand that later on mommy and daddy won't be there to save them we'll be there to support but we're not going to be like if they come and say like hey mom i'm in fifty thousand dollars in debt like oh well you got in you get you get out <laughs> figure it out yeah and um even though it, it he may seem he may uh, or your kids may think it's a you're making it a big deal it is a huge deal because they have to understand that like, even a small deal of picking up your own turtle. Mm-hmm. Like, that tells you that if that continues, if he's still, if he's still afraid to pick up his own turtle, then how is he going to be whenever he has a dog or mm-hmm. a cat like or how, even kids? How is he going to be able to overcome fear later on? Yeah. Regardless of what it is, like, that just by him, like... Be, overcoming that fear of touching his turtle will teach him to overcome other fears like if you can overcome that then you can overcome other things so like that's important to know like when he was washing dishes he thought the like food touching him was gross like yeah, it's gross dude, he still thinks that and i told him like it's gross for me done. too like do you think i like touching the food and the nasty stuff no like it's gross but it has to get done. Yeah. And don't be, don't be, don't be taken away whenever your kids tell you, well, it's your job. You're the parent. Like, okay, yeah, it's my job, but I'm, you have to do it because you have to learn to do it. Because, because what? Just like I was once a kid like you, you're going to be an adult like me with responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can, you can say, oh, I'm going to pay somebody. That's what I used to say when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. That's funny. <laughs> you still say that sometimes. What? I'll pay somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pay somebody. <laughs> you like the way I'm at. <laughs> Picking up pigeons. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. That's it. <laughs> Go be great dads, everyone. Except for Go be people great. who can't be dads. Go be great fathers. <laughs> Teach Go... your kids valuable lessons. I think, like, better. Go be great male role models. Yes. Let's end with this quote. And while I look for the quote, you have to keep talking. What? To stall. <laughs> okay, guys. Let me tell you this joke. I heard. Just kidding. What is the capital of Chile? Okay. I found it. Saved you guys. Relleno. <laughs> I saw that on our friends. 
Instagram. It was pretty funny. Oh, I'm going to end with two quotes. Okay. <clears throat> so, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Whoa. That's deep. That is deep. Why do you think that's deep? That tells you a lot. Mm-hmm. Because... Broken men come from broken childhoods. Mm-hmm. And once you're an adult, you're like... Like, once you're an adult, you're already, I guess, established. So it's harder to repair you. But a children, it's like an open book. So they're like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Like, think of uh, a man already, an adult man. They're a dirty sponge. <laughs> Like our friends say, no, like our friends say, be the vitamin instead of the medicine. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other quote? I'm looking for it. It also has to do with... Okay, another joke. Just kidding. I don't know any others. That That was was a dad joke. (laughs) And I can't believe you laugh at that dad joke instead of my dad jokes. I laugh at your dad jokes, too. Sometimes. (laughs) See? That was funny. <laughs> it's because I didn't expect it. Chile relleno. Andale, babe. You're taking really long. You should have had that ready. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to be prepared. I just thought about it right now. You're supposed to be prepared. Oh, you just thought about it? Yeah. Of ending this podcast with these two co- quotes. Well, maybe you could... If you don't find it in the next five seconds, you can put it on our Instagram. So, while he's doing that, guys, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, go ahead and do that. Um, We put our podcast everywhere. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, um, YouTube, eventually. (laughs) So, follow us, like our stuff. We just... We thank you so much for... Do you know, like, all of your comments and stuff? We love everything you say. Sometimes we don't agree, but we all disagree together. And, yeah, he still hasn't found Ooh. the quote. You found it? No. Okay. <laughs> I found another good one. Okay. Okay. So, end with that one. No. So, waste no time arguing about what a good man should be. Be one. Sass. By who? You don't even say oh. by who. SFA by Moises Rico. <laughs> it says Marcus Aurelius. Nice. And there's another one. And we don't have enough time for another quote. <laughs> Our time has run out. Your hour has run out. You're actually doing... You're running out of time. So... Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> I love when I make you laugh. Why? Because you're always making me laugh, but I feel like I can never make you laugh. You always make me laugh. No, no es cierto. You always make me laugh. Oh, 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 I found it. You found it? Okay, yes. yes. Okay, this is the final quote, everyone. And after this, we're taking off. The quote is... Are you serious? (laughs) Everyone thought, like, what happened to the quote? Is that the end of the podcast? (laughs) All right. So this quote is by 
Rabindranath Tagore, I believe. That's how you pronounce it. But it says, don't limit a child to your own learning, for he was born in another time. By who? I said it. I don't, I don't know oh. anymore. That's cool, babe. Ooh, ooh another no, one. No, yeah, no. This one's really good. This okay. is actually the one that was looking for. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A man who gives his children habits of industry provides for them better than by giving them fortune. By Richard Waitley. That was the end. That was the last one. Cool. Thanks, babe. I'm pretty sure everybody enjoyed the books. <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully this was valuable to all the parents out there. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And like my beautiful wife said, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and listen to this podcast wherever you listen to it. And the rest of them. We love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.